Good morning. Good to see you this morning. Hey, listen, I think uh, you probably have seen some of these, but could you roll some of that beautiful men's footage uh, from last week? We had a great time with men. Here, Here last, last Sunday, Sunday evening, evening, we had, had somewhere, somewhere in the neighborhood between 65 and 70 men and, uh, here, here, and to God be the glory for that. Um, Danny Petty, who unfortunately is home uh, battling COVID this morning, he and Brad Chandler cooked. That's surprisingly Brad up in the balcony there. And it was some of the best. We had prime rib burgers and all beef dogs, and you never tasted such in your life. And... Seth Buckley spoke, spoke to us, and, uh, in about a month, man, we're going to do something again on a Sunday evening, and then I'll give you some instruction from there. But, um, First Baptist Henry brought about 15 men, and the rest of them were ours, and we're just so excited for what God is doing and going to do among our men. At this time, I just wanted you to see some of this. It was like, the thing about it was teamwork was in play in a big way. Uh, everybody, everybody pitched in and helped do something. something. And everybody, everybody pitched in and ate in a, in a big, big way. way. Ladies, we, we want to thank you for making desserts, desserts for us. We, there, there were so many good desserts that we were able to um, give some of those over to the Joy Club uh, on Tuesday. Because we just could not eat them all. Thank you to all the men who were here. And we'll see what God's going to do next. Uh, at this time, I want to recognize um, Janet. Lister, who is the chair of our um, nominating team. And we have men who are at the doors. And men, if you are a member of this church, 16 and above, if you would raise your hand, they're going to give you a nominating committee report. And so that you can see what she's talking about. You can take this and peruse it this week, and we'll be voting on it next week. Good morning. Um, I'd, like, I'd, like, I'd like to start, to start out with a Bible verse, which is something that we do every time we meet any, any of our committees. We always start with the Bible. Uh, John 5, 36 B says, For the works that the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I am doing, testify that the Father has sent me. So I'd like to thank the Father that he has sent us, those persons, to fill these positions. Uh, the nominating committee currently consists of Don Moore, Lori Harmon, Brendan Foster, Alan Harmon, myself, and Joe Cannon Jones. Myself and Joe Cannon Jones will be rotating off this year, and we have added Sherry Brown and Barbara Laser, which you voted on a few weeks ago. So I'd like to really thank them all for their very hard work. Okay, okay, so the, the first sheet that you have, the 2022-2023 Officers and Committees, a couple things to know, we have added a co-moderator, Bud Babb has asked that he be replaced uh, within the next year, so we have added a co-moderator who Jerry Jones has agreed to do that, and he will be working side by side with Bud this year to, to take over that position. Um, also, the financial committee, uh, Kay Johnson, Tommy Mitchell, and myself, uh, we are all new to the financial committee. So, um, Mark Brown has agreed to facilitate that team or be chairperson for that team, until uh, which time we can get more familiar with what is going on in that, in that committee. Um, on the second page, you'll see the Sunday school list. Those have all been filled except for one co-teacher for the co-eds and singles. Anyone would like to co-teach that, um, that group? Uh, please see Scott McClellan. Okay, and also the last, or the, the last sheet, which is the one behind the first sheet, teams and leaders. All right, this, this is all of our teams and their leaders. If there's anybody that wants to be a part of these teams, please contact the leader that's responsible for that team, and they'll be glad to tell you a little more about it and help you get involved. Also, I'd like you to make note that Joey has um, been added at the bottom as for the youth ministry. 
Uh, Joey's, Joey's been, been asked, asked to temporarily, temporarily help, help with, with building and guiding, guiding our youth organization, which is both our youth and their families. This, this is above and beyond what he is currently doing for our church and for God. So the church council has agreed to pay him $350 a week more during this time. Joey has never asked for anything in his service in this church. So this, so this was the decision, decision of the church, church council, council, and I, I believe, believe it was the right one. So next, next Sunday, Sunday we will report on this, on this and it will be, be, uh, it will be, be voted, voted on. on. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you.
God, God we're, we're going, going to sing, sing about, about him more this morning. Aren't you glad to be redeemed? Redeemed how love to proclaim it. A great old hymn. Let's stand together as we lift our voices. It's singing it in its entirety.
been thinking this week about not just how good God is, but the promises of God. And you know, there was a musical some years ago called God for Us. There was God with us and God for us. They said if they wrote another one, it was going to be called God Help Us. That's, That's what, what they, they said. said. The, the authors said that, that composers. But God, God is for us all the time. And I love that passage of scripture that seals to the other redemption the fact that once we're his, that nothing can separate us from him. Nothing. Can you think of that? Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Not anything the devil does. Not anything that circumstances bring you. Not anything that anybody does to you. Nothing, Nothing can separate you from the love of God. God. I, I sent you a song this week in the email. I hope you have a chance to listen. If not, you'll pick up on it very quickly. God is for us. Thank, Thank you, guys.
so, so great, great to be here, here this morning. morning. And I, I hope that you have had a great time. I tell you, I felt like the Spirit's here with us today, and I'm just thankful that Jesus has showed up. Amen. And so, so uh, I'll, I'll be honest, honest with you, I thought I'd be sitting in an audience with you this week, enjoying Ken, Ken bringing a message to us, and Ken thought the same thing. I'll just be honest with you. He wanted to be here, but because of sickness in the family, he's doing pretty good, but just being cautious here, he's not here today. He thought about sneaking in. I'll tell you, behind us, he wanted to sneak in, preach, and then leave. Okay. okay, but then, then he, he thought wiser and, and said we might as well just be, be cautious. And, and, and so, so he'll be here next Sunday, God, God willing. Amen. Amen. And, and so, so, but I'm glad to be here this morning. morning. I want to encourage you to turn, turn your Bibles this morning to John chapter 5. If you don't mind, we're going to look at a passage of Scripture where Jesus showed up. And when Jesus shows up, things happen. Things change. change. While you're looking at John chapter 5, I want to encourage you uh, by saying we had a great time with the men's ministry this past Sunday night. Uh, Seth did a great job. And, uh, I just enjoyed sitting with the guys I sat with and enjoyed a hot dog and a hamburger with them. Uh, that's, that, that's my kind of food and uh, my kind of company. We had a really great time. But not, but not only that, that uh, yesterday, we spent, we spent all day, all day yesterday, yesterday, many of us, or, or half a day yesterday, over in that field. Um, we, we were able, able to go in there, and we, we were getting, getting ready for soccer, um, upward, upward soccer here at Poplar Springs Baptist Church. And, and I'm so thankful to say that we're, it was so much fun to sit there and watch. Shannon and I, we were, we were sitting there clocking the kids as they were running and doing uh, their, their um, time, time running the 40 and the 20, and, and some of them ran the whole way with a smile on their face. Now, now how many of you would run a 40 with a smile on your face? Raise your hand. Okay? Well, well please, please smile now, okay? I need you to smile for me this morning, okay? But, but uh, it, it, it was a joy to be out there, and I'm just thankful for our church and being able to um, provide this for our community. This, this is going to be a great, great outreach throughout our community, community of sharing the good news of Jesus Christ through soccer. And if you ask Doug, he'll tell you all about it, right, Doug? Uh, if you, he'll sign you up. If, if you want to coach, help in any way, see Doug and Patty. Uh, I thank you for that couple. They're, they're the driving force behind Upward Soccer for us. And um, we look forward to seeing what God has in store for us as we serve in this manner. But... The passage of scripture that I've chosen here today is a fascinating one. Anytime Jesus shows up, it's a fascinating experience. And when you have a one-on-one conversation with God, it should be noted. Okay? And here's one of them. Okay? I want to ask y'all, I know y'all look so comfortable, but I'm about to ask you to get uncomfortable. Would y'all please stand in reverence to God's word? Listen to the wonderful words. Says, after, after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to, the, to Jerusalem. Now, now there is in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. Now, now, I'm about to read verse 4. Now, some of your translations, I believe, doesn't have this. In some um, more modern translations, the reason is because they think this was added later. Okay? Uh, my translation didn't believe that, so it's in my translation. Okay? So verse 4 says, For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred the water, then, then whoever, whoever stepped, stepped in, the, in it first, after the stirring of the water, was made well of whatever disease he had. Now, now a certain man was there who had an, an infirmity for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? And the, and the sick, sick man answered him, him Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. 
And Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed, and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said to him, who was, who was cured, It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your bed. He answered them, Who he who made me well said to me, Take up your bed and walk. Then they asked him, Who is this man who said to you, Take up your bed and walk? But the one who was healed did not know who it was. For Jesus had withdrawn and the multitude being in that place. Afterwards, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who made him well. Let's pray together. Father, we're so thankful, Lord, that we are able to gather here today in your presence, Father, to open your word and allow you to speak to our hearts and to our minds. I pray, Father, that we will be receptive, Father, to what you have to say to each and every one of us. I truly believe you have a word for us today. I think it's just us who need to listen as you speak to us. Hide me behind the cross, Father. May Christ be high and lifted up. And may we all be drawn closer to thee. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Sir, Al, Sir Isaac Newton once said, and his first law of motion is this. Everything continues in a state of rest unless it is compelled to change by force and pressed upon it. I think, I think that's, that's very true. true. I, think I think it takes, takes something happening in our lives for change to take place. And, and today, today we're going to talk about change. Okay? That, that scares, scares all of us. Because nobody likes change. change. Amen? amen? There, there should have been a hundred at least amens right there. Because, because your lives tell us that. Amen? amen? We, don't we don't like change. change. Uh, we'll, we'll accept it when it comes, if it, if it, need, if it fits, fits our needs and everything like that. But we typically don't like change. But this, this is a fascinating conversation that, that Jesus has with this man that was sick for 38 years. Anybody 38 years old? Anybody 38? Okay, nobody's going to claim to be 38 today. Anybody up there 38? I see y'all. Okay. okay, nobody, nobody 38, 38 up there? there? Well, I, I, I talked to the youth about, about this earlier. They, they thought 38 was a long time. A long time. Okay, a long time. They almost made 38 sound old. Okay, now, now I, didn't I, think, think, I don't think 38 is old, amen? Yeah, yeah I, most, most of y'all say that, amen, I know, under your breath. Because we don't think that. But, but it, it is, is a long, long time. time. It's it a long, long time, time to be, be sick. sick. By, By then, then it's, it's become, become a what? A habit. It's become, become reality. reality. You've probably, probably given, given up. up. Do you do think? think? Do you think, do you think when, when he got, got sick, when he, when, 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 whatever, whatever transpired, transpired in this man's life, life to cause him to have the ailments that he had, that the first few months were months of trying to maybe get his legs to work? To try to, to walk, to try to figure out his limitations, to see if he could get his mobility back, his function back. I know whenever, um, anytime you have like, uh, uh, I've been having knee issues and uh, I have my meniscus worked on and they wanted me to walk on it. And I mean, and the first time I walked on, tried to walk on it, what happened? There's a little word called pain. Pain. And, and it's, it's real, real, amen. amen. Uh, if you if never, never felt knee pain, pain hope you never, never did. But, but, it, but, but it, it, there was change that took place. And I had to get there and I had to get, get, trust my knee all over again. again. But, but I've, I've seen, seen people who broke their legs. Uh, I can remember when my brother, he tore his... Uh, uh, all my brothers, and we, we all played sports and we've all torn our knees up. Burnets are just all... Our knees are torn up and everything. Even though right now my younger brother both... Messed, messed up both his knees, and he's, he's got, got better knees than his other two brothers. brothers. And that, and that just, just blows my mind. mind. 
but that's, that's another story. story. But, 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 but I, I just can't imagine this guy after 38 years, uh, he, he, he got used to being in the condition that he found himself in, and he was just laying around. But he showed up. Jesus showed up. Now, now what, what's fascinating about this passage of Scripture is that Jesus walked through probably hundreds of different people. And he didn't just heal everybody, did he? He didn't just throw his hands. Now, could he? Could he just say, be healed? And just throw his hands out like Moses and all be healed by just a spoken word? Of course. Of course. But that's not what happened. This, this gentleman, gentleman was chosen, chosen for some, some reason. reason. Um, you, you thought, thought it was because, because maybe he was, was there, there the longest. Maybe, maybe that's that true. true. But we, we do, do know this. God chose him. him. Think, Think about that, that just for a second. second. God, God has chosen, chosen you. you. Do you do remember when, when you first felt, felt the Holy Spirit, Spirit convicting you of your sins? Who chose, Who chose you? you? God, God chose, chose you. Amen? Amen. When, you when you felt the pricking of your spirit, and you felt the breaking of your heart, and you come, come to the realization that you, have, that you were lost and you needed a Savior, who was picking you? Who was pulling you into his family? God chose you. I say amen. I'm thankful God chose me. God, God is the one who drew us into a right relationship with him. We have, and I, I keep telling people this, and y'all look at me like I'm crazy, but it's amazing how little you have to do to be saved, amen? Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Jesus rose again on the third day. What did you do? You just accepted it. Amen? Isn't that beautiful? Okay, we see this gentleman. He, 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 Jesus, Jesus comes, comes up, up on him, him and, and he's sitting there, there Jesus, Jesus knew him. him. Okay, okay, God, God knows, knows you. Okay? okay? That, that blows, blows my mind. God, God knows me and he still loves me. Amen? Amen. God, 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 God knows, knows you and he still loves you. Amen? Amen. It, it, sometimes, sometimes we say, if you just knew me, you wouldn't love, love me. Well, God, God knows you and he loves you. You know, the Bible says, even while we're yet sinners, Christ died, Christ died for, for our sins. sins. That's, That's one, one of my favorite, favorite verses. And it's, it's, it's amazing. He comes up on this gentleman and he looks down at him and what is the question he asks him? Come on, y'all need to look at that verse again. again. Verse, verse, verse 6. He asks him, do y'all think this is a simple question he asks this gentleman? Look at verse 6. I want you to read it to yourselves. Because you think it's a simple question, but it's not a simple question. Okay? okay? This, this is not a simple. simple. I, I thought, thought it was. When, when, if, if you're just a fly-by reader of the Word of God, God you, need you need to slow down sometimes. And you, you need, need to reel in your thoughts and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Because, because this question, question right here is a question, question he's, he's asking each and every one of us today. Do you want to be well? The simple answer would have been, yes. Yes, I want to be well. But, but it's, it's not, not that, that simple. simple. After, After 38 years, years he, he might have got, got comfortable being sick. How do How we know, know that? that? Now, think, think about that just for a second. second. You, know, you know, some, some of us have gotten, gotten comfortable. comfortable. I'm going to start meddling now, now, okay? Y'all ready? ready? Some, some of us have gotten comfortable in our sin. sin. Some, some of us have gotten comfortable going against the will of God. There's, there's an old saying, there's peace in defeat. defeat. Have you ever seen, seen a little dog when he just throws, throws up his arms to another dog? He'll just throw his hands up like that, and he's, and he's at, at the other dog's mercy. And he, and he just, just lays, lays on his back. back. He's, he's like, like he laid down, down, but you know what he's done? He's, he's given up. up. And, and a lot of us have gotten defeated, spiritually speaking, because we... We, we allow, allow sin, sin to become, become a lifestyle. And, and we, we get numb to the, the movement of the Spirit of God, God in our lives. That's, that's a bad, bad place to be. There's, There's an old song called, called Be Comfortably Numb. numb. Okay. That's, that's not, not a good, good place, place for a Christian, Christian to be. be. 
you never, never should be comfortably numb. If you, if you come, come to a church, church service and the Spirit of God is moving and you can sit there with a straight face and feel absolutely nothing, you need to have a check, spiritual checkup. You need, you need to, to find, find out what's wrong with your fellowship with God. And, and, if, and then you need to look at your relationship with God. God. Okay? okay? You, you, may, you may have never had fellowship with God. God. You, you may, may have never, never been, been saved. saved. But, but some, some people today have gotten, gotten so comfortable. They've gotten, gotten so comfortable in their lifestyle of sin that it, it, it's, it's just, it just it's, it's, it's part, part of their life now. And it doesn't even bother them anymore. 38 years, years this, this guy, guy laid around. around. Now, now how, how can, can we, we say this? I want you to look down, down at verse, verse 14. This, this is after, after he's healed. After he's healed, he, he comes back. back. Jesus comes, comes back to him. And knows what he says to him in verse 14. Read that to yourself. I'm going to read it to you. But I want you to notice. Jesus says to this gentleman. After he has a confrontation with the Pharisees. Jesus says to this man. He says, see, you have been healed. You have been made well. And then he goes on to say, but sin no more. I'm here, I'm here to tell, tell you, you his, his illness had something to do with his sinfulness. This, this gentleman's sin had an impact on his physical health. Do you, do you understand, understand me? Why, why would Jesus, Jesus tell him to sin no more if that, that wasn't an issue? issue? It had to be an issue in this man's life. He, he got comfortable in the sin, guys. And he, he was, was just laying around, letting life take care of himself. Letting others take care of him. And that's, and that's not, not what God, God wants for you, nor did he want it for this gentleman right here. Because notice what he says. Let's look down. Let's, let's, let's go on down in this verse. Because I want you to notice here is that he looks at him. He says, do you want to be healed? The guy's response was this. He didn't answer the question. That's why I say this is not a simple question for even him. Because he starts doing what? Making excuses. He says, the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, another steps down before me. What does he do? He starts making excuses for not being healed. And almost as if Jesus was saying, I expected you to be healed. You know? I mean, I mean you, you, you think, think that, that after the 38 years of trying, trying what, they, they said that, that every week this, the, the, the water, water would turn. And, and, and now, now, I'm, I'm not, not sure if all that's, that's real. real. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not sure if that, that actually took place. The angels, the angels some, some call it superstitious and all this kind of stuff. And I'm not there and I'm not going to make any judgment call. Could God use an angel to stir water and people get healed? Yes, but what says actually happened in place? Or they just have some kind of misguided hope? I don't know. But I know this much. This, this gentleman right here, here was using excuses. Why? Instead of answering the question. A lot of times when God, when God comes to us, we start making excuses why we're in sin. What was I saying? The devil made me do it? What? Who, who used to say that? You, you, you know, who, who was that? A, a, a comedian that used to say, the devil made me do it, Geraldine? I'm dating myself now. What, what, Flip, Flip Wilson. Wilson. See, I knew somebody, somebody would remember that. Flip, Flip Wilson, Wilson she played, played Geraldine, Geraldine, right? right? Uh, yeah. That's a whole other story. Uh, she says, the, the devil made me do it. We like to blame somebody for our sin, amen? We want to pass the buck. Do you know as a Christian you cannot pass the buck? You, you must stand before God, God and say, I am a sinner. sinner. I have failed. failed. I have fallen short of the glory of God. God. And this, this gentleman wanted to make, make, make excuses. There's, There's two, two things, things you need to understand here. here. First, we, we must decide if we want to be changed. There's, There's got to be a time in your life that you say, I need changing. Okay? That's, That's at salvation. salvation. When you when want Jesus to come to you, you must come to that point. You must make that decision. Nobody else can make that decision for you, but you can do it, and Jesus will save you. Amen? You, you cannot, cannot come, come with excuses. Why are you not, not saved? saved? 
why you haven't been healed. But I was amazed what Jesus did. Even though the guy didn't answer the question, Jesus said these simple words. Rise, take up your bed, and walk. Now, now I want to commend this gentleman. Because, because after 38 years and some man showing up, well, I'm laying here for 38 years and I don't know who this guy is and now he's telling me to stand up and walk. Would I actually do that from a guy I don't even know? Because that's what Jesus is asking this man to do, right? Stand up and walk. I can remember when my brother, my, my, my older brother, he tore his knee, um, tore, uh, tore some ligaments, I mean, it was a really bad uh, leg injury. I can remember first that he tried to walk, and he, he, he took a step, and, and then he wanted to sit back down, okay? Because that leg had been in a, in a cast, and they hadn't moved it a lot, and, and so, so he had to start, start moving it. it. His, his ligaments, ligaments had been 38 years. He hadn't been using his muscles or anything. So, so this, this is not something minor to say, say stand up, up and do what? what? Walk. Guess, Guess what, what the guy, guy did? did? I, think I think by faith, faith he's, he's trusting in this, this, this person who's telling him to stand up and walk. He stood up and did what? I think he did it like this. I think he took He did it like this. And he, and he started, started moving his knees, and then he moved his ankles, and then he moved, and then he took the first step. I think it's a process. I think it took probably a while for him to start trusting his legs that he hadn't been able to trust for 38 years. But lo and behold, he decided to do what Jesus told him to do. And he was able to walk. And Jesus said this to him. He says, stand up, rise, take your bed. And, and walk. He had, he had to reach down, down pick, pick up his, his bed, which he probably hadn't carried, carried in a long time, because I, I think someone probably carried and set him down in a spot, and then they had to pick him up and take him home. He had, he had to pick, pick up his own bed for the first time in 38 years. Do you think he started running? Maybe. Do you think he probably danced a little? Something. I think, I think skipped, skipped a little. Try out his legs. legs. You, know, you know, when you get, get something new, you sort of want to try it out. He got, he got new legs. He's got, got a new, felt like he, he, he has begun to develop. I think he got, got excited. excited. Would you, Would you get, get excited, excited if you hadn't walked, walked for 38 years and then you were able to walk? Would you have gotten, gotten a little happy? Just a little happy? Got excited, maybe run a little bit. So, so here he is, he's, he's got his back, he's, he's, he's excited, and everything like that. And here, here comes the cold water committee. Okay, the religious people. These people were so religious. I mean, these guys were religious. They were so religious they didn't see God. I told a youth, and I'm going to tell you this. If you ever get so religious that you don't see God moving, you've got too religious. Amen. You need, you need to back, back it, it off and keep, keep the main thing, the main thing. There's, There's people, people in our church today that will do that. that. Man, Man, the Holy Spirit will move in a service and God, God will, we'll, we'll see people get saved and we'll, we'll see some, some awesome things take place and you just go out there and start there and someone say, you know, so and so did and they begin to start complaining right after God did a wonderful work of amazing things in here, out there, they'll start complaining about some uh, uh, but, but, calm. Calm. <laughs> Woo. Woo. <laughs> Some non-important issue. Is that, Is that better? better? <sighs> Praise, Praise God, God amen. amen. It's, it's amazing. amazing. And, and it's, it's like, like what, what planet, planet do you live on? on? Will you, you not, not just, just in, this, in, the in the presence of the Holy Spirit? Spirit? Will you, you not just seeing God, God moving, God, God do something incredible, and, and now you, you want to complain about, about you fill in the blank? blank? Man, who, who told, told you to carry, carry that, 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 your, your, your carpet, carpet there? there? You, you know, know you're not, not supposed to do that on the Sabbath. They were, they were made, made up man's, man's rules. rules. Y'all know, know that, right? God, God says, honor the Sabbath. Sabbath. 
That, that means you keep Jesus number one. It had nothing to do with carpets. It had everything to do with God. Amen? Worship has everything to do with God. It has very little to do with your concern about it if it's not about God. Amen? So don't come complain to me. After church, church about, about the color, color or anything, or, or if you, you got to complain about something, that's, that's not a good time to complain, complain about something with me, because, because I, want I want you to celebrate Jesus Christ just till you get out the door, door. Okay? okay? And maybe, and maybe when, when you get, get to the, the restaurant, restaurant. Just, just celebrate Jesus, Jesus amen? amen? Just, just celebrate, celebrate the movement of the Holy Spirit. Just allow God to be amazed at what He's doing, not only in your life, but in the church's life, and in this world's life, and it's amazing. But if you're so religious that you squeak when you walk, then you're too religious, and you need to get back your eyes on Jesus Christ. I won't wait too far for that. I'm sorry. But notice, but notice what, what happens, happens here. here. He didn't he know, know who, who the guy, guy was. was. And, and so, so he couldn't even tell him who healed him. So, so they couldn't, couldn't do, do nothing, nothing with this guy. guy. I, don't I don't know if he threw his, 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 his little blank down, down or whatever, quick carrying it, just to appease the religious guys. But, but Jesus found him. And, and we've already touched, touched on this already. But notice what he said. See, you have been made well. You've been cleansed. You've been healed. Now you go and sin no more. How can you do that? How can you go and sin no more? In your own strength, you cannot do it. But I truly believe this. I truly, I truly believe, believe if you've accepted, accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, He's forgiven you of your past sins, your present sin, and your future sin. Say amen. We're living, those who've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, you're living in grace, you're living in His mercy, you're living in His love, you're living in His power. And, and when, when we, we do, do fall short, short, and we, we do fall, fall short, short, I'm not, not saying we walk around here squeaky clean, clean now. The Bible, the Bible says, says, what? what? Confess, Confess your sins. sins. And Jesus, Jesus is faithful and just. You've, You've already been forgiven. You just need to be reminded. Okay? okay? That's, That's you going, going to God, God just really thanking Him for forgiving you of your sin. You need to know that you've fallen short. So you don't make it a lifestyle. It, it says, says here that, that this, this guy, guy left Jesus. He went, he went back, back to the religious guys. guys. And he said, Jesus healed me. That could have got, got him hurt. hurt. Those, Those guys, guys didn't care for Jesus. My, My question for you today, is, is there, there any, any sin that's become a lifestyle? Is there any sin in your life right now that you're comfortable with? Jesus will understand. God will understand. Any of God of love, any of God of forgiveness, that's when they make making excuses. God is not, God is not comfortable with your sin. I don't care how big or small you make it. If it's become a lifestyle, it is time for you to face up with it. Quit making excuses. And sin no more. more. Greater is he that's in me. Listen to me. Than he that is in the world. Amen. Do you believe that? Do you believe that God can give you the power to not only confess your sins, but repent of your sins? God's going to have a hard time using you for the upbuilding of his kingdom if you are wrapped, wrapped up, up in, in casual sin. sin. If you've, you've made, made a lifestyle. And today, today God, God is calling you to repentance. To confession and repentance. And he's asking you, and he's basically telling you, it's time. It's time. You've played around enough. 38 years is too long. 
It's time, time for you to, to face up to the sin that you've committed. And it's time for you to come clean. Because He needs you to walk by faith and not by sight. He needs you to depend on Him instead of depending on yourself. When you get caught up in sin, you start depending on yourself more than you start depending on Him. And if you think you're getting away with something... You're, you're not. not. You're, you're hurting, hurting somebody. You're at least hurting yourself. But you're probably hurting a lot more people than you even know. And God loves you. And He's telling you today, it's time to come home. It's time to start walking again. You've been sick long enough. Let's pray together. Father, we have to come before you at this time. And during this invitation, Father, I'm going to be standing down here. And Father, there's those who need to come and pray with me. I will be honored to talk with them and pray with them. But Father, we want to open up this altar for those who need to come and pray. Father, you've heard, you know the message that was brought. I truly believe, Father, that you're the one who wanted this message brought today. And I pray, Father, that we as your children will... Hear and make a decision to change. And then, Father, that we'll accept the forgiveness as we confess our sins. And, Father, as we repent of those sins. And, Father, we look forward to seeing how exciting it is to walk by faith and not by sight. To see, Father, what you would have for us to do. Many have been on the sidelines way too long. And, Lord, it's time for them to begin to do, do the will that you have, have for their, their lives. We, we thank, thank you, Father. Father. And Lord, Lord, if there's somebody here that's never accepted you as their, their Lord and Savior, Father, I'd love to sit here and talk to them. And, and I, I, I encourage them to come, come forward during this invitation. And I'd love to talk to them about their salvation. Because, Father, you love us all. And, Father, you, you'll cleanse us. And you'll forgive them and give them eternal life. They'll only place their faith and trust in you. And Father, Father we'll praise, praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Y'all, y'all please, please stand. stand.
so thankful we serve a God who forgives. I'm thankful that we can leave these doors today understanding that the blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed us from all our sins and that we can go on into this world in the power of the Holy Spirit to live lives as victors. Amen? Remember that you are a child of the King. Amen? Don't ever forget who you are. Don't ever forget who you are. That we have been bought and paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ and because of that, we have victory. And, and I'm, I'm just thankful, thankful for that. that. And I'm going to turn it over to Scott, Scott now. now. Thank, Thank you. We have a couple of folks who need to say something, something to you. I'm going to recognize Kim, Kim first and then Rick Landy. All right. We, we hope you'll come, come out Wednesday night and join us as we kick off our midweek at the Springs. Um, starting back up. We're going to have fun from 530 to 7. We'll start with it. We have inflatables coming. We have a rock climbing wall, a petting zoo. Um, and, and hot dog, dog supper, supper for everybody. And for, and for those, those of you like, like Joey, whose niece, niece may not allow you to play on the inflatables, we're going to have a game of Name That Tune Him edition in the fellowship hall going on. And we, and we will end our time together with a special, special prayer time for all of our teachers and students um, as school is getting started back. So we hope you'll join us at 5.30. If you can help us, if you're going to be there, sign up for a meal out there. You don't have to pay this week, but sign up out there to let us know so that we, we have, have a good, good number, number um, to, to prepare, prepare for. Good. Blow your whistle. Just want to talk real quickly about the Upward, upward soccer. soccer. We, we had, had a great, great day yesterday. yesterday. Um, um, and then it just, just feel, feel right, right here. here. Can you, you feel, feel your heart beating? beating? My heart, heart was thumping, and this little girl, girl. she was she five years old, came up in her complete soccer uniform, holding her teddy bear and wanting to, to, to play, play soccer. soccer. It just, just warmed my heart. heart. And then, that's, that's, so that's, that's one um, requirement for being a, a referee. The other, the other is, is take, take a deep, deep breath, breath in, and one out. Now, now you're, you're trained, trained to blow the whistle. whistle. <laughs> okay? So, so that's, that's, that's about, about as much as, as I know about, about soccer. soccer. I, I'm, I'm the captain, captain of the referees, and I have no one to lead. lead. So, so we, we need, need about five more people to help us with refereeing. Upward has a great little pamphlet that tells, tells you the rules and tells you how to call a foul. But, but mainly, I think what we're going to be doing is encouraging these little five-year-old children to kick the ball that way and kick the ball that way. And if, and if anyone, anyone does a slide kick, kick which, which I don't think they're, they're going to be doing slide kicks at that age, then you blow your whistle, whistle and call a foul. But it is going to be so much fun. So if you're available uh, mid-September for six or eight weeks, come join us and, and be a referee. Thank you. Thank you, Rudy. Um, I'm, I'm so, so happy today. I looked around and I see two or three guys who are here that have been in the hospital just lately. But they are here today to God be the glory. So glad to see you, Kevin. I saw you first in the bathroom. So glad to see you. We need to be praying also for those who have our number. We have about 13 or 14 people who have COVID right now. So be praying. We sprayed the building yesterday and we're going to spray the building today. We have a program to do that. I also, I also want to just brag, brag on uh, our deacons. deacons. We, we have, have great, great deacons, deacons here. And a couple of weeks ago, uh, Terry Harris, he came out from a work, working in the church, and now he had a flat tire. And God, God knows, knows he's too old to change it. <laughs> so, so our deacons came to the rescue, and several of them got together and changed his tire. And today, Arena was having some problems with her car, and they uh, got together and got that thing going. And, so, so the deacons have been deacon, and so we're just so happy for that. As, As you're leaving today, there'll be some men, and uh, don't forget to sign up to come and eat hot dogs, so we don't have any hot dogs to buy on Wednesday night. But there'll be some men with some plates out there to receive your offering as you go, and if you're more comfortable dropping them in the little black boxes over at the portico as you start out or as you're coming back in, feel free to do that. God, God is, is good, good all the time, time. and all, all the time. time.
God is good. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for allowing us to be in your presence today, for challenging us with your word. We're mindful of those who could not be here because they're ill with some kind of sickness. I pray that you would bless them and heal them where they are. Pastor Ken and Pat, all those, Lord, think about Jerry too. All those who have COVID, Lord, you, you know the needs of each one, and we could not begin to, but you know, and you know exactly what's needed. So we entrust them to you, and we pray that as we leave from this place today, that we'll remember what we've heard here, that your spirit will be so strong in our lives, that we sing, Lord, if your presence doesn't. Go with us. We don't want to leave this place. So, Lord, instill in us the right spirit. Instill in us your word on a daily basis. We love you. We thank you for loving us in Jesus' name.